Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show, and thank you very, very much for uh, for joining us. We have quite a show today, including um, the candidate for governor of New York, Lee Zeldin, who was attacked uh, two weeks ago, um, which, which of course, in and of itself is a horrible thing, uh, attacked in a way in which uh, serious, serious damage could have been done. It could have resulted in death, and the person who did it uh, was let out in two two days. I understand it's now been taken by the federal uh, government, and um, he may or may not be in prison. I'm not sure of that, but, I mean, it it, it was a... uh, an illustration of just how horrible things are in this state, although just a small indication of it. it you, if you don't live here, you don't understand how bad it is. You really don't. Um, but but t- today, before I get to that, I've, I, I've done several podcasts oh, way back a year, a year and a half ago, saying that the Biden era and the Democrat era reminds me a lot of 1984, because I do think we are in many ways a, 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 an authoritarian state and a one-party state. Uh, but we even have the practices of censorship, which is as significant as you would have in a communist country. We have a tremendous amount of censorship. I mean, we, we censored the most significant piece of information people would want to have in deciding whether to vote for a president, that is that the fact that the president had committed 30 years of crimes, we uh, we we suppressed that uh, with the with with the uh, help of the unanimous uh, Democrat Party, with the help of almost all the news and uh, and media outlets except uh, maybe 20 percent, 10 percent, whatever. Suppressed it for 16 months. He never would have been president if that were the case. And now we're, we're doing double think or double talk. A double think is what uh, Orwell described goes on in totalitarian states, uh, communist and fascist states. And that is uh, a word uh, is used and it means just the opposite because it's like euphemistic. It wants to hide from you the fact of what's going on. So uh, genetic cleanse, uh, genetic uh, uh, elimination, you know, uh, 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 would be genetic cleansing, or uh, or when there is a recession, you would say there isn't. It's just uh, a, a, an economic, pro- a transitory economic problem. Well, the, there is a, there is a definition of recession, and here is the definition of recession that I'm reading to you from the dictionary. A period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial activity are reduced, generally identified by a fall in GDP in two successive quarters. The country is in the depths of a recession. Well, we've had two successive quarters of reduction in GDP. And um, 
when that happened during uh, uh, when that back, well, when that's happened in the past, it's always been a recession. But we're we're uh, we're being governed now by a, a party that follows the rules of a totalitarian uh, state, the rule the rule of doublethink. So um, why don't we why don't we why don't why don't we go to I think it's cut. I think it's cut five, uh, and we'll listen to the Democrats double talk, double think, or lie about this. We are transitioning clearly from a pace of breakneck growth in 2021. What we are seeing is that we are in a transition. We're certainly in a transition, and we are seeing slowing as we all would have expected. We're at a transitional moment in our economy. That's consistent with the transition to a stable, steady growth and lower inflation. Okay, fine. Uh, the, the most recent poll taken, 70% of the American people believe we're in a recession. They can read. They remember how it's been defined in the past. How about our, our economy stinks, jerk. People are suffering, idiot. You caused it, crook. This is the Biden stagflation, according to the to the um, to the Wall, Wall, Wall Street Journal. The economy contracted 0.9 percent uh, last quarter, quarter before 1.6 percent contraction. Consumption expenditures were over seven percent. Inflation is hitting record levels. Real wages are down when you consider uh, disposable income falling by uh, half a percent this quarter, the fifth quarter in a row. Private investment is down 13.5 percent. Fixed investments has declined 3.9. Residential 14 percent. Oh, I could go on and on and on and on and on and on. And uh, lots of people just aren't working. They're sitting home and they're taking the Biden uh, bribe money, which has just been increased in the Manchin-Schumer deal. What a piece of crap this is. It's, gonna, it's going to um, theoretically uh, spend $433 billion or $700 billion or depending on how, or how, depending on how, you, um, how you look at it. It's going to theoretically also raise money, but every single way it says it raises money uh, doesn't work. Uh, there's going to be a $369 billion climate and energy program. Uh, there'll be lots of money for uh, doing away with uh, fossil fuels and uh, buying uh, uh, electric cars if you can afford it. There'll be $64 billion to uh, extend Obamacare, which was going to cost us nothing and cost us a fortune. Uh, there'll be a 15% corporate minimum tax, which is going to cut down on business and pass along more expenses. Theoretically, the government's going to save $288 billion, but it was supposed to save on, on Obamacare, too, and it cost you know, a fortune for Obamacare. Uh, they're going to deal with uh, drug uh, costs by imposing uh, uh, price controls, which the um, – uh, drug companies say will actually, in the long run, make drugs more expensive uh, because many, many of the companies 
that do the off-label drugs will not do it any longer because the margin won't be there. So generics will be limited. And generics, of course, save you a tremendous amount on drugs. The problem with Democrats is they don't think, they emote. And this all sounds good. And this is also a, a, a green venture capital fund of $40 billion. Come on, there's so much money around for green stuff. We, we got to pay for it. They're, gonna, they're going to um, subsidize electric vehicles and give you tax credits for it. It's, uh, it's, it's, this is a, this is exactly the same kind of bill we had last time when we uh, invested in human infrastructure instead of infrastructure. And of course, inflation went through the roof. It's going to go up more. Thank you, uh, Manchin, for sticking in there. Boy, you're a real tough guy. What a phony you turned out to be. And also, uh, thanks to the uh, GOP. I mean, the GOP let this let this um, uh, let this go through by by voting, uh, having them how many how many about fifteen of them voting for the for the bailout of the chip companies, the corporate welfare to the chip companies that uh, were very very helpful to Democrats in Democrat states, but Republicans uh, uh, had held that up because they weren't going to pass that if any more money was going to be spent on any of these crazy bills. And all of a sudden, uh, theoretically, they made the calculation that this thing would never pass. Manchin was not going to fold. So McConnell let them loose, and they voted for the, ch for the chip bill. We gave all kinds of money away to the chip companies, corporate welfare. And then the Democrats said, ha-ha, the leverage is gone, and we're going we're gonna to sock you with another six or seven hundred billion dollars in spending which up until we change what words mean when the government spends money it causes more inflation and uh and as uh the the vp said in brooklyn yesterday she probably wasn't clued in inflation is affecting everybody <laughs> but there is no recession you should feel better now no matter how much things cost, no matter how economically uh, uh, affected you are, there is no recession. Joe Biden says so. And you can, you can count on the word of Joe Biden, who never talked to his son about his foreign business, and now they've come up with 17 discrete occasions from the hard drive. They're not counting right. <laughs> I can do better than that, way better than that. Uh, so the reality is this is going to get worse before it gets better, and we're headed to the 22 elections. If we can get ourselves a Republican House and Senate and get the jerks out who do things like vote for uh, the uh, subsidizing of uh, chips, computer chips I'm talking about, uh, then maybe we, we can get somewhere. But the, Dem the Democrats always can find Republicans that they can, uh, that they can schnooker into doing their, th their, their things. We can, we, I mean, we had one guy, uh, Manchin, and he sort of turned his back, right? Kind of knew it was too good to be true that the guy really had ethics, right?
definitely too good to be through. When we come back, we're going to have Congressman Zeldin here, and we'll talk about um, – well, we'll talk about a lot, whatever he wants to talk about. But I'm, I would like to talk to him about what he's going to do about crime because – uh, we need we need a savior. We need a Republican, and we need one who's got a strong crime program. Uh, if if we elect another Democrat governor in a state in which where uh, looks like we're on on target to have one of our worst years in terms of crime, uh, if we elect another Democrat. After two or three in a row went out on scandals and the kind of crime we have right now and the budget that's two and a half times Florida, we deserve anything that happens to us. So let's let's talk to Lee and see what uh, something different might be able to do for this state. We'll be back right after the break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you with the Rudy Giuliani show. Uh, we're going to have Congressman Zeldin on in a few minutes. And if you want to call and and uh, and talk about uh, crime, talk about recession, uh, talk about anything else, call 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. Well, I mean, uh, every 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 night is a, a killing field in New, in New York or a shooting field. Uh, three people, including two teens, were shot uh, uh, last last night. A young mother was shot dead while pu- pushing a stroller on the Upper East Side. A 16-year-old boy was shot, and uh, he was able to walk into the Montefiore uh, Hospital on uh, le- le- uh, th- this morning, I guess it would be. And an 18-year-old male was shot in the leg somewhat uh, more uh, seriously. And uh, I mean, crime—crime crime is just a constant—it's just a constant threat for the people in New York. Uh, the New York Post has made it quite clear, but I mean, everyone knows it that the squeegee people are back, and they're doing threatening things uh, if you don't uh, let them let them wash your windows. My goodness, this is like uh, the the horror movie where you get rid of the monster. And then the hand keeps coming back. Well, the hand did keep coming back when I was made. Well, we kept getting rid of it. There's no excuse for this. I mean, how is it they can't solve problems that we solved? How is it that they can't solve? Why is auto theft up 60% when I brought it down, even before I gave the city to Bloomberg, by 80% and Bloomberg another 10 you mean they it's up 60 percent how is subway crime up 50 60 percent i don't know what they're doing i don't know what adams is doing i mean there are programs to put in place to stop this is not like a like a coronavirus a new virus 
that we never had to deal with before. So we had to figure out how to deal with it. This is like an, a very old disease that we cured, and we have the medicines on the shelf. And we're, and we're not using them because they're uh, uh, politically offensive or they don't fit the guiding ideology of, um, of this city. Like uh, there was a big article yesterday, we talked about it a bit, on the 75th uh, precinct being the worst in the city for crime. And it was, uh, uh, was the worst uh, when I took over as mayor. In fact, North Brooklyn led the city in crime. And it led to a major program that we put together in North Brooklyn and then moved around the rest of the city, which was one of the things we did. I'm not going to say it's all, it was one of the really inventive and creative things that we did. Uh, so, so the political people there are interviewed and they're asked about, um, you know, more police. And they say, well, police really can't uh, solve this. The, the Democrats who represent the place. So the police really can't solve. But in 1994 and 95 and 96, they brought crime down there, well, over, over a three or four year period, about 70%. And you have it up 48%. You think maybe you're, uh, you're being stupid or you're letting ideology uh, overcome intelligence and rationality, or you're just being uh, uh, stubbornly political even though your people are dying. Uh, this this makes no this makes no this makes no sense. I mean, um, twenty to twenty five percent of the people that have been released so far have gone back and committed crimes, according to the according to these statistics that developed from the NYPD. Recidivism now is three times higher than it was in 2017. And here's a quote from a, from a, uh, from a New York cop in the Post that says, we went from a revolving door justice system to an easy pass system. I mean, they're all back out on the street. Not, not, only, not only is this... Um, completely demoralizing to a police officer. He does all this work and could get himself killed trying to arrest somebody who's, who's like these guys who are running around sexually assaulting women. It's almost like they're serial sexual assaulters. They're using bikes and, and uh, electrical small vehicles and they grab women and they, I guess some have gone as, so far as to rape women, but other forms of sexual attack, and there are four of them that they're looking for right now. I mean, what kind of city is that? This, who's going to come here, Adams, if you let this go on? And letting the, the, the squeegee guys come back, I don't know. You know, the squeegee thing turned out to be a great symbol for us. Uh, a great, here we had a city that for 27 years had gone over a thousand murders a year, and was the leading city for crime and all kind of riots, 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 riots. The Black Panthers killing cops and all kinds of terrible things. And police were in a position where they didn't think they could do anything. And this city felt that you can't solve this problem. You know, the, kid, the city can't be governed. There were books about the city can't be governed. 
And all of a sudden, in one week, uh, Bratton and I got rid of the squeegee guys in one week, or maybe two. Well, it was like you actually can do something. My goodness, you actually can do something. It gave our police officers uh, morale that they could actually prove to them they could do something. It proved to the city uh, we could do something. And, and it was small thing, broken windows theory. But from that, we built the largest reduction in crime ever in the history of the city or ever in the history of America. And we saved, as the New York Post indirectly points out in its article today, we saved more black lives than had ever been saved in any, any city in America. So we're going to take a break, and hopefully we'll have Lee at the other end of it. And you line up and call us at 1-800-848-9222. We'll be back in a minute. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Uno. He's your numero uno. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And thank you very much for joining us and uh, again, if you want to talk, 1-800-848-9222. Uh, the, the, I was discussing the crime situation in New York. The crime situation in New York is, is the crime situation in America. And the thing about it that is unusual and different than when I was uh, dealing with it in the 80s, it inf- affects all of New York. In other words, the entire state. It was a New York City problem. It was a national problem in, in the 80s, but it was an ur- urban problem, really, truly an urban problem. Uh, now it's gone beyond. I mean, uh, last year, the city of Buff- of uh, Rochester had more murders than ever before in its history. And uh, the others aren't too far behind. Buffalo, Syracuse, if I recall correctly, and we'll find out for sure in a moment when Lee uh, calls in, uh, Lee was attacked outside of Rochester or Syracuse. Syracuse, I think. You know, not, not, not a place where you would think something like that would happen, but it's not, it, it wasn't unusual for a place like that. They're having record murders. Ro- Rochester went through the Black Lives Matter experiment of, uh, you know, police being done away with and social workers and social workers uh, are being uh, replacing them. And it got, what did it get? It got the greatest number of homicides in its history as a result of it. And every other crime, every other, other kind of crime, every other kind of crime imaginable. Well, we have Lee Zeldin, uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin on the line, who is the Republican candidate for governor of New York. Lee, first of all, how are, how are you? How are you? I'm doing all right. And uh, hey, listen, a, a 
a great job backing a, an awesome man who was uh, raised well. <laughs> uh, my friend, a class act. He is, uh, uh, he is spirited, mm-hmm. underrated. He is a fighter and has an amazing future. And well, I, thank uh, you. I can't wait to see what he has uh, and, and in you, store you, for him. And you want it, you want it fair and square. And not only that, we got to put that all behind us because you're our only hope, Lee. How does it feel to have that on your shoulders? I mean, I'm not kidding you. I mean, anytime you run for governor, it's a big deal. But well, you're was, our only uh, hope. We, we can't do another four years of uh, of a Democrat. We can't. The state's away. gone. The state's gone. Yeah, and, you know, flashbacks to, to 93. People say we can't have four more years of David Dinkins. The rising crime, uh, the division, all of the challenges – and that was a big burden for you, but everybody did what needed to get done, and you showed everyone that not only was it possible, but can get done quickly. And we could turn this state around quickly. We have to win this 100%. race. Things have gotten so bad. Like, for, for example, uh, what happened to you, uh, which uh, in, in, and it was outside of Syracuse, wasn't it? It was uh, just outside of Rochester. Rochester. So this this crime problem, I'm trying to tell the people in New York City, this is going on all over the state. It's not just us. It's all over the state. There are new crime highs in Rochester inside of Syracuse. Uh, there was always talking about that a lot during the campaign. Uh, and you have all sorts of reasons why. There isn't some one-size-fits-all excuse. For every crime that we read about the headlines, one or raise the age. I mean, we just saw with the NYPD officer who was who got into that fight. It was a combination of all sorts of things. The attack on qualified immunity, Bragg's day one memo, releasing this guy on an armed robbery without asking for bail, releasing him after he assaulted a cop the next day, jumping the turnstile and Bragg saying in his day one memo, he's not going to prosecute it. There's all sorts of stories across the state of different types of events that have New Yorkers feelings less safe. I mean, Uh we need to protect the process of being able to show up at a rally, being able to hear from your candidate, participate in about any type of a, a violent incident, act, event to ever take place anywhere, regardless of whether you're right, left, whatever office you're running for, we need to protect that part of our political process. Well, what are, what are some of the things you could quickly do about crime? Since they only give us five minutes, but I'm going to have you on as often as you want. Uh, Day one, we have to remove Alvin Bragg. We have to repeal cashless bail. We have to repeal the Halt Act. We should okay. pass a law enforcement bill of rights, overhaul the parole board. The list goes on. You know, and and the pe- people will say, well, it's a Republican governor and a Democratic co- uh, uh, legislature. But if you're if you're uh, persistent enough and if you're skillful enough and you have all that experience in Congress as well as the legislature, uh, you, you, sometimes you get more done with a Republican. I think we got a lot more done in this state with Pataki and a Democratic uh, legislature and even Rockefeller sometimes in a Democratic legislature than we do when it's one party. We have to do whatever we could do to get this state.
state saved. Whoever is serving in the state Senate, the state assembly, come January, we have to figure out how to save the state. Some of the stuff we could do on our own without the legislature, other yes. stuff, we're going to have to figure out how to work with them. There's no choice if the Democrats are controlling either or both houses. And you have the people on your side, which, exactly. you know, and if, you, if you can go to the people the way uh, Reagan did or the way Trump did, they were able to they were able to get big tax reforms through Democratic legislatures because they had the people on their side. And Amen. You, A- absolutely. Well, well, we're glad we're glad you're healthy. You really, really handle yourself really well. Tremendous respect for the way you handled yourself. Uh, I, I, I've been through situations like that, and I've seen people act in different. You show that you're a leader, Lee. Uh, thank you, Mayor. God I appreciate bless you. you, uh, you, you I, it's great to be on with you. I look forward to next time. And again, congratulations on uh, yeah, raising a great patriot, great fighter. Well, he's a big. Uh, he's a. He's a big. He's, he's a big supporter. You know, one hundred percent. And he's so am I. Okay. Well, hang in All there. Right, thanks, Mayor. Take God care. bless. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I mean, I, I hate to say it to the guy because the pressure on him is enormous, and he did remind me that I had that pressure, too. I guess when you go, I, and I, I felt it a few times. I did. I have to say, some, sometimes you say, well, I really didn't feel it. But there were times in, in 93, uh, and even as I was preparing, when, when the riots took place, particularly the pogrom in Brooklyn, I said to myself, gosh, if I had been elected, that wouldn't have happened. I mean, I know it wouldn't have happened. It's like it's like watching what happened in Ukraine and all those people dead. And, you know, if Biden hadn't been elected, that would not have happened. Uh, if Trump were elected, it certainly wouldn't have happened. I'm not sure if it would have happened if another Democrat who had had a sane mind uh, were elected, although all of them are crazy. I don't I really don't know. I really don't know what 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 what, what really affects them. Uh, let's go to uh, Renee, who's in Queens. And see what she has to say. Renee. Hi, Mayor. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Well, I'm very sad. Sad what's happening to our uh, state here in New York. Um, It's disheartening. Um, Lived here all my life. Uh, Just recently, in the month of June, uh, the neighbor to my right had his car stolen. They used it for selling drugs and other uh, illegal activities. The neighbor to my left had his patio furniture stolen. And the other day at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, I decided to open the window just about an inch to get some fresh air. And I noticed a man standing by my window. Um, I started to scream. I ran out. I said, what do you do my window? I went to call the police. I had a nice long recording that I had to listen to. Press one for this, press two for that. (laughs) And when I finally got somebody on the phone and I let them know uh, what Uh was going on, they sent some people out to the house and they said that they weren't surprised that uh, these things were happening at all sorts of hours. I thought that crime was just taking place in the evening, but it's happening apparently at 9 a.m., 10 a.m., and they're trying to see, you know, for an opportunity, and um, it's a little scary what's going on. No one's exaggerating it, Renee. Uh, The woman who was killed on the east side, you know, uh, right not not, not far from where I live, it's, it's, um, this is why we need, and I I hate to get political, but I will, that's why we need Lee Zeldin. 
This is uh, that's why we need a Republican. Uh, we need someone who doesn't have these weird, strange ideas about crime, uh, including you know wanting to substitute social workers, because a lot of the people are mentally ill. Therefore, social workers should they actually uh, have a bill in the New York State Legislature, so social workers will go at the time uh, when someone is arrested. Social workers will replace the police. There's a bill to do that. There's a letter to the Wall Street Journal today from a gentleman that I don't know. I imagine he was a, possibly a police officer. If I knew him, I'd put him on. His name is Rich Benito. And Rich says, uh, many years ago, I contended with a person who amid a bad mental health, ha- who had a bad mental health moment, ripped an officer's gun out of his holster, and ripped my badge and my uniform shirt to shreds. We brought this individual in restraints from head to toe to the hospital for evaluation. There, a mental health professional, a psychiatrist, demanded that we take off the restraints. We did so and accompanied them, doctor and patient, to a private room. Within minutes, the guy was choking the doctor with a stethoscope. All I could say to the psychiatrist when we saved his life was, Really, doctor, do you think I came to work today looking like this? These experiments could perhaps supplement, but will never replace first responders. Police will forever have to be the ones to protect us from violence. Come on. They're going to walk in on a domestic violence situation. The guy, you know, for the hundredth time is beating the poor woman and the social worker and say, use your words. I mean, we're going to get these social workers killed. This is why liberals should not be running. They shouldn't be running governments. Jimmy in Brooklyn. Jimmy, Jimmy. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Hey, Jim. Uh, we had this lunatic running the asylum, right? Yep. De Blasio's yep. wife, a, a Marxist lesbian pothead, lost a billion dollars. God knows where it is. I want to talk. There's been some talk today recently about uh, we can only be destroyed from the enemy within. Now, several years ago, in one of the communist newspapers, the communists were sort of having a debate. Should we work only in the Democrat Party? Should we work only outside the Democrat Party? Or should we work inside and outside? Naturally, of course, they said they're going to work inside and outside. Right. So inside and outside was the same communist, same communist movement. So the threat to America from the enemy within is the same threat as the enemy from without. This is what our side doesn't understand. Right. The communist movement is one solid movement. China, Russia, they have connections to the movement in America. They have meetings, they have conferences, they have training. And it's ideologically, mentally, psychologically, it's all one united movement. So they have missiles aimed at us, and the, the enemy that had missiles aimed at us worked to get Trump out of office. It was their movement that got Trump out of office, and now the whole country... The same way we're not safe in our cities, we're not safe in our states, we're not safe in our country, yeah, our yeah. country is not safe in the world. Well, they work from a, they work from a common set of uh, a common philosophy, a common set of guidelines about how to turn a country. So when Olinsky was training Hillary and, and the many people that he trained in the, in the 60s, he's basically working off uh, theories of Marx and Engels and Mao and... Uh, and that's why we end up doing all the things that they said should be done in order to turn a government, you know, degrade the country, get it to hate its history, uh, do away with parents, do away with God. 
it's all part of one one program, and no one understands it better than Jimmy. Let's see if we can get in Sally in Brooklyn. Hi. Hi, hey, Mr. Sally. Mayor. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are I'm you? Great. I'm doing great. Um, I, I thought that maybe we can go a little light because uh, things are tough. And, I always um, like that, particularly with the weekend coming up. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah, Shabbos, right. Yes, I am Jewish. Um, I, I was thinking that, you know, Putin, um, the guy before kind of uh, punched a hole in my argument, but <laughs> I still hold to it. Putin has suggested something recently. He said, you know, he's going to pull out of the sat- wherever the satellite is in space right now and, and create his own. And um, Elon Musk said, hey, go ahead. Be my guest. You know, let, let's duke it out. Let's, let's have some healthy competition. So I was, I, I was going to introduce something else. You know, hey, Putin and Elon, why don't you go into the, into the um, oceans and build some submarines that people, because space is scary for people, but oceans everyone loves, and have like a glass submarine that people children can go explore the oceans that's a, that's an exciting thing for the future nobody seems to want to see something exciting but for right. two people that i know that i follow on twitter jack dorsey and elon musk so i want to just right. say one thing what? please okay so um there's two contenders for a governor right now and, and whatever happens in new york is reflected throughout the world new york is a very important place so I was thinking, Lee Zeldin, if you win, Kathy Hochul, if you win, either one of you is fine. The first, one of the first things on day one is bring Elon Musk into it because he brings light, as in light, illumination, but also light. Let's make it light. Let's, let's, let's try to explore something that brings fascination back to the world, not, not a scary, but fascination. Um, well, intrigue, and Sally, I, I think Sally, during. Go ahead. We'll we'll go into the weekend with that thought. I I promise. But uh, if they don't end crime, there'll be nobody around uh, to be fascinated. So um, I agree with you. I agree that you have to lift people's spirits. That was my constant goal as mayor to do all these things so you lift your eyes up rather than down. And my greatest accomplishment I felt was. Uh, when I left, 70% of the people in the city thought things were getting better, whereas when I came in, 70% thought they were getting worse. Uh, but it's got to be done based on practicality. And you don't reduce crime. All of this is meaningless talk. The city's going to disappear. People are just leaving. So we'll, we'll be back uh, with the mayor's final thoughts. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and yes, with... The Tunnel to Towers sponsored Mayor's Final Thoughts. Tunnel to Towers is the organization that is there when our uniformed service members, police, military, die in the line of duty or, or are catastrophically injured. They're there to help the families with the expenses, uh, particularly the mortgages on homes, and they're there to build the smart homes when when. when men and women aren't able to do the things they used to do, and they did that all in sacrifice for us. So uh, my, my final thoughts this week are really uh, are going to be about going deeper as we try to uh, make the changes that are necessary 
uh, because if we don't go deeper, we're not going to accomplish it. We have a very big job ahead of us. Our country is in critical condition. When uh, people can do uh, like the things that the Biden people are doing and get away with it, you have to realize this country is very, very um, corrupt. Uh, they, 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 it is now uh, well established and proven that Biden is a liar, a thief, been, was taking money for years and years and years. I mean, it's clear that he lied when he said he didn't know anything about the foreign businesses. It's clear that his son is telling the truth when he says that 50% of the money he gave to his father. That's on the hard drive. I'm not making this up. It is clear that they got $31 million at least from China, our biggest enemy, the country that wants to supplant us by 2048, and the country that's killed 60 to 80 million of its own people. And it's clear that Biden has sold out to them. He gave the Bagram Air Base up. Nobody would have given that up. Nobody, nobody, except someone that f felt some kind of uh, a willingness to do a great favor for China. 400 miles from China, a, new, a newly refurbished air base. You leave behind $80 billion in equipment. Uh, what is that? Is that, is that a traitor? I don't know. But to get this country back where it's going, to elect the people who are going to put the country first and uh, stop all this pay-for-play, everybody's got to become a billionaire, and everybody's got to send their son and their husband, and Pelosi's husband is uh, uh, you know, investing in the market, and Pelosi's husband was going around all those countries and, 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 and asking for money, and we know why they're giving the money bribery it's got to stop and we've got to remember the rights that we have the country that we have is a gift from God we don't have the option of doing anything we want with it because then we don't deserve it we have to earn it and we earn it by doing the tough things that are necessary. And I don't know, maybe the tough thing that is necessary is that you take some time this year with the rest of the year left to make sure that the right candidates are elected. People like Lee Zeldin who can bring crime down. He's certainly going to try. And, uh, and, and if he try, I, I have found in politics that if you have an honest commitment and a deep desire to get things done that are good things that are things that can be morally justified like reducing crime you're going to be you're going to succeed and we've got to bring morality back what's right what's wrong as opposed to all this double talk god bless you have a great weekend god bless america greatest country on earth what a gift thank god